I watch too many movies. I watch too much TV. Anything else to add? I'm head of HR. The world needs more robots. I still have a page of notes. I wasn't paying attention. Or lightning rail. No, I'm not ready. I'll just wing it. I'm in the zone. Roll for initiative. May the force be with you. Always. Classic. Whatever makes you a discerning The Discerning Geeks Portal. Welcome back, discerning listeners, to the Discerning Geeks Portal, where each week we take a discerning look into all things geek. My name is David, and as always, I am joined with my best friends, Andrew, David, and Todd, and we have another hard-hitting special edition, special episode for you guys tonight. Really? It's not that special. It's very special. Billy Joel once said that his songs are like children. Some grow up to be doctors or lawyers. Some grow up to be buns. But, they're still your children. They're all special. You should feel that way about your podcast episodes. No, it's a little, <laughs> little bit of a snooze fest, but it's okay. Okay, just ignore what I say. Why am I even here? We're going to discuss the finale of the Disney Plus series, Loki kind of finale. Oh, I don't want to give any spoilers yet. I'm a, before I turn it over to Todd, I'll give the, the ground rules for this episode so those that are listening kind of know what to expect. Uh, we're going to take the first few minutes um, just kind of giving some opinions, letting you know what's going on. We're going to try to keep it spoiler free, um, but it's really hard to discuss much of anything with Loki without giving some spoilers. Then we'll give you just a couple of minutes if you haven't watched it to either kind of pause the episode, go watch the episodes, and then come back and listen to us, or um, go ahead and listen and listen to the spoilers. And we'll finish out the episode with the spoilers and and hopefully some things that we think are going to go on in the MCU next. Todd, why don't you give us the rundown? Okay, and you said that we were reviewing the finale, but technically the, the last time we reviewed Loki, it was the first four episodes, so we'll actually be covering episodes five and six tonight. Uh, and I guess our, our opinions of the whole series overall. Uh, Loki is starring Tom Hiddleston as Loki, Sophia DiMartino as Sylvie, Owen Wilson as Mobius M. Mobius, Gugu Mbatha Raw as uh, Judge Ravona Renslayer, Wunmi Mosaku as Hunter B15, Richard E. Grant as Classic Loki, or excuse me, Loki, uh, Jack Veal as Kid Loki. De Obia Opare as Boastful Loki, Jonathan Majors as spoiler. Well, we're not in spoilers yet. Jonathan Majors as a major character from episode six, and Tara Strong as the voice of Miss Minutes. Episode five was written by Tom Kaufman. Episode six was co written by Michael Waldron, who wrote episode one, and Eric Martin, who wrote episode four. All six episodes of the series were directed by Kate Heron, and obviously you can find the series on Disney+. Plus. Who played Alligator Loki? I was hoping that there would be something out there, and I didn't see it, at least not on Wikipedia. Yeah, I was hoping it would be one of those things where, you know, when, when there's a dog and you have the yeah. real-life dog name as so-and-so. Yeah, I, I didn't see that, but that that's uh, more than likely it was a CG alligator. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sucks. It's confirmed. Alligator Loki was CGI. The director Kate Heron shared a photo on Twitter of the onset stand-in, which was a blue stuffed alligator with horns, stubby legs, and googly eyes. But, he had his own chair on set, which means he still has a better agent than I do. 
Okay, Alligator Loki was the best. One. Yeah, so. I agree. Alligator Loki was the best. Gator. Now, I have a correction that I must go ahead and state first. The last time we talked, I actually had a, a kind of a big problem on what was the whole point of capturing variants. Why not just prune the timeline and not worry about it or put yourself at risk? Because you're just going to destroy it anyway, right? And I was actually rewatching the series, and in episode two, some of the time hunters go into a place they've detected a, an anomaly or whatever, and uh, there's nobody around. And they they ask, "Well, should we, you know, the, should we look for the variant?" And their commander actually goes, "No, just prune it." And I thought, "Oh, well, there you go. There's my answer." So it is one of those where there are evidently times. He talks about how, like, now nah, it's just too much paperwork. Just prune it. And I was like, well, that that ex- that explains my my whole thought process. Really? There are times, evidently, when you know the commander in charge either doesn't want to deal with the paperwork, as he said, or they're just like, eh, nobody's here, screw it, and they just pop off one of those little bombs and have be done with it. So uh, that is my correction. Very cool. Very cool. So let's kind of just. Like I said, spoiler free at first. What did you guys think of these last two episodes? And then overall Loki in general, did, uh, did this come through in the end or did it leave you feeling a little flat? Uh, spoiler alert. There's a lot of sitting. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of sitting. <laughs> uh, what'd you think? Last two episodes, strong, not strong. Not they as good as pretty good. good. They were definitely setting up for some movies and other stuff to come in the future. I don't want to say too much. Yeah, I mean, I think episode five was your 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 action episode. There was a lot more going on and 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 a lot of actiony stuff. And then episode six, you know, was a lot of your exposition. You know, explaining everything that you've watched for the last six episodes. Um, that was kind of my take on it. What do you think, Todd? I would agree with you, and I do like the action and kind of the craziness of the fifth episode. Uh, it was also good to see a character come back that we may have thought we had lost. And it, I guess it was good for having a lot of variety to it. Episode six, as I think we're already kind of implying, it was a little bit of a quieter episode. And it's not exactly that there's anything wrong with that, but... You're right. It was a lot of exposition. It was a lot of sitting down. It was a lot of being at a desk. It was a lot of learning a whole new character from scratch in the very last episode. And I I felt like it took a little bit of focus away from our two Lokis. And uh, I I don't know. I'm definitely okay with it. Uh, because I'm not sure I had super high expectations anyway. You know, a lot of people out there were theorizing, oh, it's going to be this character, that character. Oh, th- this is what it's going to mean. And and I was just like, it doesn't matter. Just, just I'll take whatever they give me. I, I think it was cool, but maybe, a, maybe just a tiniest disappointment compared to how some of the other things happen in the season. Unintended spoiler ahead. Not about episode content, but about series structure. Spoiler ahead in three two, one. But the good thing is that there is going to be a season two, so we're going to get to see a continuation. So this is going to continue to build. And I guess that could be kind of a spoiler. Um, yeah, that's, think, that's like the biggest spoiler of all. Way to go, a-hole. Um, I don't what? know. I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to classify that as a spoiler, but I, I will say it's a spoiler in that when I watched the last episode, I did not know that. I didn't either. And it 
I went into it with certain expectations that not knowing that made me feel a little let down at the end. And I'll talk about that more when we get into the the spoiler section. But uh, Ooh, all right, so is is that a, a big enough spoiler that I need to edit it out, <laughs> or just kind of warn people that okay, we have a spoiler that's not no, exactly about late. the story itself. Too late. It's too late. Okay. You've ruined it. You're a monster. All right. Sorry I mean, about that. I, your life is forfeit. I would say in editing, you may want to throw in there. You're like, hey, we we slipped up, and here's a big spoiler. If you don't want to listen, yeah. Um, and let's go ahead and do it. Let's because it's really hard to discuss this movie without uh, without the spoiler or or show. Um, Get into the wine cellar again. <laughs> so yeah, if you have it, you know now's the time. Bail out uh, if you haven't watched it and you don't want any spoilers. Um, if you have already watched it, it, you know I'm sure it'll be a few days old by the time this episode gets out. Then uh, you know, hang in there with us, and and we'll talk it a little bit more. You know, cut to crazy robotic lady. Who are you calling crazy? That edits us and tells us when we're doing things wrong. It's a full-time job. You mean Joanna? I'm surprised they know my name. Yeah. Judgmental <laughs> oh, Joanna. Oh, do, do oh, hang on. Do not give her credit for the editing. Oh, so you press some buttons. Everyone knows I am your muse. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Todd does a fantastic job with the editing. I do not want to give her take away anything from his his editing skills because okay, it's your funeral. Exactly. Give no credit to the female. I could burn this podcast to the ground. I'm calling my agent. There, there are a, a several episodes that I feel like he single handedly saved um, and taking the train wreck that was our podcast and turning it into something very entertaining. Oh yeah. Uh, so, so I definitely want to give Todd the props for our editing. Uh, but yeah, so spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, we find out at the very end that this is not the end of the series. And, you know, kind of building up all throughout everything and kind of the way they had done the other shows. I was going in expecting this to be the end and to get some kind of resolution. And it ended. And actually, they didn't even tell you that there was going to be a season two until the after credits, you know, Loki returns in season two. And I was like, the way they left it off, there was no way there was just going to be that. Yeah, which was good because I was kind of like, well, that's good because otherwise you just left me hanging with like no nothing. (laughs) And I was kind of disappointed, you know, as it was, it was just a big cliffhanger for next season, which is fine. They just. That wasn't my expectations going into it, which maybe was intentional. What did you guys feel about that? Did y'all feel the same way or? I kind of had a little bit of inkling that there might be a season two. I think somebody in one of the YouTube channels that I watch may have said something about how it's, it's been renewed for season two and that was going to make it different from the other two series. Although I still can't help but wonder if Falcon Winter Soldier might get a season two also. Um, I think WandaVision was self-contained, but um, I wasn't sure if it was true or not. So I kind of went into this thinking maybe they're going to continue it. In fact, I was kind of suspecting it because I was like, considering what they're probably wanting to do, I doubt they can wrap it up unless they truly consider this a launching off point for some of the movies they might want to continue this more down the line. So when that happened, I was like, okay, yeah. So it didn't really come as a shock to me, but yeah. How about you, Dave? I was okay with it. Oh, it made me happy because uh, watching the last episode, I was just kind of like, eh, okay, we've, yeah. 
you know, it's plot exposition. I had to go somewhere, but I, I, I kind of hate that it was in the season finale of this one. I'm like, Ugh. Right. Uh, it, it just seemed like a lot of sitting and talking, which I guess like in a way I, I they kind of played up the fact that that's kind of all they could do for a while. Uh, but then of course they had the whole weird thing. It's like, uh, he crosses, we just crossed the threshold. I have no idea what's going to happen now. And it's like, wait a minute, what, you know, uh, which just threw another kind of horseshoe into the whole thing. So, uh, I don't know. We'll just have to see. Okay. But what'd you think, Andrew, about how they ended kind of, you know, were you oh, expecting yeah. kind of a season two or were you kind of, Oh yeah, definitely. I thought I, already okay. it. yeah, I was totally expecting. You can't leave, you can't leave such a big cliffhanger without something coming up. And Doctor Strange, Multiverse Madness has, it's Doctor Strange, not Loki. So either we're getting a Loki season two or a Loki movie, and then the end just confirmed it. Okay. I don't want to jump over too quickly episode five. There were some very cool things that I liked that happened in episode five. I think there was kind of a neat revelation in that the Lokis are more powerful than they kind of seem. At least that's the way I took it. And I kind of like that. I like that we had this progression and that we get to see kind of them adding powers and and getting more powerful and growing as characters. And it was kind of neat the way they did it. You know, they're facing off with the, oh, I forgot the name of the, the creature thing. Does anybody remember the name of the creature? The, the smoke monster? Yeah, the smoke monster. At, at, it's like Eliath. Eliath, yeah. They had to get through Eliath, and, uh, and they weren't going to be able to make it. They were going to have to distract it. And we get classic Loki showing some skills and and doing some pretty cool stuff. And I thought that was that was pretty epic. Um, and then you get the Loki's teaming up together to enchant Eliath and, and kind of have the power to be able to do that. Um, and, and it kind of showed me or, or it led me to believe that they were much more powerful than they themselves believed. What did you guys think of that episode? What what episode was that? Number five? That was five. Yeah, that's the one where yeah. we got to see all the different variants yeah. of, of Loki. <laughs> You know, there's a whole mob of them, you know, and apparently there was some political maneuvering going on, you know, and the one betrayed the other one, but they're Loki, so they betray each other anyway. Yeah, they're all Loki, so you've got, like, this group, and then there's, like, one guy leading, and they're betraying this other Loki, and then the Loki leading the betrayal gets betrayed, and it's just awesome. Yeah, they and then re- the alligator eats his hand. Yeah, they didn't really explain <laughs> how the uh, the kid Loki was the one that was like in charge, but he was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's because he killed Thor. Oh, that's right. That's right. He did. He killed Thor. Mm-hmm. He and... caused the biggest uh, like splish, splashity splash in the timeline or whatever. And yeah, that was kind of cool. You did have the alligator Loki eat the other Loki's hand. That was pretty cool. Uh, there was a lot going on in that episode. Very actiony, very cool. And did you guys catch all of the Easter eggs that were in that episode? Probably not. I kind of like tried to watch a couple of the things. Uh, Tiny Thor in the jar. 
Uh, yeah, Throg. Yeah, it, when when they do the shot where they're going down into the bowling alley, which is apparently underground for some reason, uh, and you see Thor's hammer, and then nearby there's a jar and something hopping around in the jar. It's it goes so quick, it's really hard to tell. But that is Throg. It, it or is that right? Uh, huh. Throg. Yeah, it's That's Throg. Wrong. It's basically the frog version of Thor, which is actually in the comics. And in fact, I think it was voiced by Chris Hemsworth's yeah, brother, I think. Chris Hemsworth to come into the studio just to film him going, ah. Yeah, and I didn't even catch that the thing said anything. But uh, it's little Easter eggs like that that are all throughout that movie, like the uh, the Thanos copter. The word Q-E-N-G, which is a variation of Kang, on the side of the Avengers Tower. And a lot of other things that you wouldn't be able to see. Uh, there's one thing about all these series that I think I've enjoyed sometimes almost as much, if not more so than the series itself is watching videos on YouTube where people go in and kind of super analyze things. And there's one particular channel called new rock stars and they do this every week. And I don't know how they catch some of the stuff they catch because in that episode five, there's a lot of stuff that's on screen, but some of it's off in the distance. Some of it's kind of either dark or blurry and somehow they pick up on this stuff and they zoom in on it and they let you know all these little Easter eggs that you miss if you're just casually watching it. And so that is one thing that's kind of fun about watching these things is seeing the follow-up and having somebody else kind of analyze things for you that you may not be able to catch on your own. And episode five was probably full of that even more than a lot of the other episodes. Fun fact, uh, in the throg scene, when you're going down, you see a lot of trays, like food trays, and they're actually marked TVA, which proves that the TVA was just pruning their dirty dishes instead yeah. of mm-hmm. throwing it on. <laughs> and not only there, but later they are beside a big pile of it. So they're not just underground, there they're are piles of it above ground, too. It's just awesome. Not very environmentally sound, though. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, it's I don't know. So- if, if you... S- you're sending it to the end of the universe to a creature that eats everything. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's environmentally sound. I don't think it's entirely environmentally sound to have a creature that eats everything anywhere. Like that doesn't sound very good for the environment. And that creature, I wasn't sure if that was a take on the smoke monster from Lost, but apparently it is in the comics, and and I think it has that same name, Eliath. Yeah, it does two very different episodes they kind of ended this little short tv series we only get six episodes i'd love to know everybody's kind of overall rating what did you guys think with uh about loki actually had one of my friends tell me it was their favorite that, that they liked it even better than wandavision and falcon and winter soldier what did you guys think? Uh, where does this one kind of rate with you guys as far as the, the MCU and, and what we've seen so far? Okay, uh, I'll go first. It's definitely better than Falcon Winter Soldier because everything is better than Falcon Winter Soldier. <laughs> wow. You, you didn't give it much chance. I didn't give it a chance because it bored the hell out of me, Todd. I'm sorry, dude. I, okay. I can't. I'm not going to sit through four hours just for it to have like two good scenes, you know? Mm, okay. All right. Maybe I'm being, I, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I'm like that sometime too. Um, but that Loki is, it, it's not better than WandaVision, but it's definitely good. 
It is really good. It's a good TV show, and it's the only one coming back for a season two. So far, that we know of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm with you. I, to me, it was definitely better than Winter Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, I still, I, I loved WandaVision, so um, it's still a little bit higher for me. What about you, Dave? Oh, it's up there. It's What's definitely up there? up there. I mean, even though um, this the last episode was a little, I'm not quite sure why, in my opinion, they, they kind of calmed the storm before season two. I think season two will make up for it. I do have faith in that. Uh, but other than that, no, I've thoroughly enjoyed the heck out of Loki. I've I've really looked forward to all the episodes. I, I would say it's on the same level as all of them so far. Okay. Todd, what about you? I'd say it's probably on par with Falcon and Winter Soldier because both of them had their ups and downs. Still not as good as WandaVision. It was definitely interesting, but like I said, a, a lot of the interest came in hearing other people's analysis of it, like New Rockstars, Nerdist, Beyond the Trailer, other other video channels, uh, kind of breaking it down. It does show a, a great attention to detail, so I, I have to respect them for that. I think most of Loki episodes, if I had to give them letter grades, most of them would be in the like B to B plus range. I think episode three would probably dive down a little, uh, like go a little bit lower into the B minus area. And episode two would probably be more like an A minus because I really like that feeling of almost like a buddy cop type thing going on between Loki and Mobius. And I was kind of hoping that the rest of the season would be like that and end up being just the one episode. So, um, uh, so, so yeah, it, it was, it was definitely good. I, I don't have any, any huge complaints and then it makes a nice addition to the, to the franchise. Okay. Um, I did like, and you kind of mentioned it earlier. Um, we weren't at that point yet, but we, uh, kind of spoilers, uh, we do get Mobius back. Um, but then sadly, you know, we get just a little bit of interaction, which is kind of fun. And then they end it and, Mobius doesn't know Loki anymore. And it was like, oh, that's kind yeah. of a shame. I was kind of looking yeah. for more of their interaction. Um, so we'll have to see how that plays out in in season two. What did you guys think? And, and this is Loki's a narcissist, right? And, and so, you know, the, the only thing that really can satisfy a narcissist is themselves. They love themselves so much. But what did you guys think of the romance between Loki and Loki? Um, she technically goes by Sylvie, but yeah. <laughs> uh, what did y'all think about that? How did that sit with you guys? I'm just curious. Well, uh, you know what? I'm not going for some of y'all. Someone else. It's definitely weird. Maybe just a tiny bit creepy. At the same time, it's not exactly incest because they're not exactly related. But they are also the same person, so in a way it's almost like twins. I don't know. It, it, it's weird, but we're also in a universe with giant green rage monsters, and uh, and Loki is technically a frost giant, and he's from outer space, and there are time loops and, and, and uh, time variances. And it is just one more weird element in a, in a thing, in a, among other weird elements. So... I guess I'm technically okay with it, but is it a little bit strange and maybe a tiny bit creepy? Yeah, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I think it's absolutely fine. Yeah, me too. Honestly. A little self-love. That's a good thing. Well, see, I think 
I think part of it is is uh, if you if you pay attention to a lot of the subtleties throughout the whole series, Loki, um, after kind of speaking with Mobius and and after I think really after see uh, episode two, um, Loki starts kind of really. You know, you mentioned how narcissists only need themselves, and I don't think that's really true for Tom Hiddleston's Loki anymore, because I think in the fact that he was stuck someplace where he had no powers and he had no control, it actually allowed him to self-reflect and realize, I think, a lot of the things that he lost, which is the reason why at the end he makes the decision about like, hang on, let's think about this before we just do it because that's what I would have normally done. I normally would have just killed him because how dare this guy rule my timeline. But yet he's, he's grown in such a way that he realizes that, wait a minute, it may not be, it may not be good. It might be better to have the the evil we know as opposed to evil we don't know. And that's a big change from Loki because Loki wouldn't have cared normally. If Loki was Loki as he normally is and has normally been portrayed, he wouldn't have hesitated. He would have killed him. And so I think that's part of it. And I think that's also part of why throughout the whole series, it talks about how like maybe we're more powerful than we thought, think we are. And um, you also have comments like, uh, you know, we choose our own destiny and that's a big that's a big thing to where if you accept that you choose your own destiny, then that gives you the freedom to choose to not just be the evil God of mischief as you are supposed to be. Okay. No, I'm with I mean, you. well, it's not necessarily like narcissism because they are technically two different people who have two separate personalities. They're separate, but similar. They're, they're not the same. But yes, it is kind of weird. Would you agree with me that he's more into her than she's into him? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. That's the way it always is. though. I will say this. The thing that I did like the most about the show was we almost got a comparison of Loki's through the Lokis. You know, when you're, you have this one Loki looking at the other and, and seeing certain things um, and vice versa, it, it's almost like it's almost like a marriage where you, where you're 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 trying to ha- see yourself as the other person sees you, and and that's an important aspect in kind of relationships and building relationships. So there was a, some neat aspects going on, but there were times when it kind of just weirded me out, and I had to kind of like stop, and I was like, I don't know. I mean, it's it wasn't horrible it wasn't anything where i was kind of like "Ooh, that's gross or anything like that it, it just had a weird vibe to it where it was like okay are, are they do they really like each other do they not this is not luke and leia kissing it, it kind of felt like that <laughs> but you don't know till the next movie i know but it still felt like that um so Prude. i don't know i, I just was, I was curious if anybody mm-hmm. else kind of had that feeling or not um or if it was just me i i know i'm the prudish one so uh yeah but yeah i mean that was a big part though um, free love man make love not war kind of them 
learning about themselves and you ever thought about that i mean if you really kind of think about it the loki's are hippies like every loki's a hippie oh yeah i mean if you really kind of think about it they're not yuppies they're hippies how is alligator loki a hippie because they're all they're they're all they're all just about like you know hey man we do we make our own path and you know we do what we got to do and i don't know just saying well, I mean, that's who I want to see. I want to see that in season two. I want to see the '60s Loki. I mean, they are, and 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 when I don't say it as a negative term necessarily, like it has been used, you know, in the past couple of years politically, but Loki is that's his character. He is the narcissist. I mean, he is all about this is what is good for me. And so it was huge kind of to see him grow through this show to be able to stop and say, wait, it's not all about me. Um, We need to to evaluate on a larger scale or with other considerations. As Um, long as the alligator ends up ruling the end of time. Yeah. (laughs) That's all I care about. (laughs) I want to see a scene where Elias has either been destroyed or has come to accept a new master and it's the alligator and all the other Lokis of at the end of time are like bowing to the alligator. That's all I want to see. Yeah. I saw some post on Facebook earlier today and it was like something along the lines of, you know, Oh, people aren't comfortable. There's a female Loki alligator Loki. That's awesome. (laughs) It's like, yeah, okay. I'm with you. Well, the funny Uh, thing is, is if there's an alligator Loki, then that means that there's entirely possible other things, Loki, (laughs) you know, like a gorilla Loki or a a dog Loki or a bumblebee Loki, which would be kind of (laughs) hilarious. Okay. Uh, Debate of the decade. What kind of dog would dog Loki be? Well, would Asgard be a beehive if it was a bee Loki? (laughs) <laughs> would it, and it would it look like Asgard like if you like if it like flew in through the beehive and you went through the shell would you see like all the honeycomb stack like the 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 castle because if you actually look at that castle it looks kind of like a honeycomb stacked up on him he would just try to like <laughs> constantly overthrow the queen bee right <laughs> <laughs> um I almost see a cartoon series in the making now <laughs> Um, we didn't, Todd kind of held off, but of course the big spoiler, um, there at the, uh, kind of in that, I won't say there at the end, cause we got the whole last episode was about it. What was the name of the character, Todd? And the actor? Well, we assume it's Kang it. the Conqueror, but yeah. it's not confirmed. They refer to him as he who remains. Yeah. And yeah, he does refer to himself. He says that I have been called a conqueror. And so, of course, a lot of comic book fans out there were like, that's the admission that he's Kang the Conqueror. And I don't know if in the comics that he who remains and Kang the Conqueror are the same person. I don't don't think they are. But I think (laughs) they're. Yeah, because supposedly I read something where Thor went to that citadel to where he who remains was and had a better outcome than they did. Because supposedly he he talked he talked him in in he who remains into freeing the timeline on his own, so it's one of those where it's like eh that's a canon fight that's a canon debate. Well, and we do know that it is the same actor that is big spoiler well, who is going to play Kane the Conqueror in the Ant Man movie that's coming up. Yeah. Well, here's what I think is happening. Like, you know, King the Conqueror is just a variant of this guy. You know? Right. 
Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah it's one of his variants. Yeah. yeah. So this guy can be he who remains, and then we have King the Conqueror, and they're two different variants. Right. You know? They're separate. Well, yeah, he mentions that in the whole long plot exposition about, well, he kind of admits that the only reason that the, the timeline that he's created survives is because he weaponized Elias. Yeah. That without the power of Elias, uh, he really wouldn't be able to maintain the timeline. And, of course, without the TVA kind of doing its thing, uh, he wouldn't be able to maintain it as well. Because if you actually pay attention, even before he's killed, um, the timeline starts branching. And he even mentions that it, it's already branching. So, Well, and that's one thing that I didn't totally understand about that last episode is how just merely killing him automatically starts branching things off. Is it because he has kept things so in order for so long that him being killed off, it's like it's inevitable that it's, it's so inevitable that we skip the process of things splitting? It, it, I, I'm not even sure how to explain my confusion, but it just seems like just killing him off ought to be like the beginning of a process of the timeline splitting. And instead it's just like a, a thing that instantly starts happening. Well, I think the point is, is the Citadel at the end of time, uh, you kind of have to think a little metaphysical and go out a little bit outside of the box of if you're sitting at the end of the timeline, in other words, if beyond you, there is no time, so to speak. Well, then what's beyond you? You know, what would be beyond the Citadel at the end of time? Um, to me, the simplest answer would be pure chaos. It, it would be the stuff that, you know, was there before any kind of order. And so if he's all that's holding that back, then as soon as you kill him, uh, chaos is unrelenting. It would immediately start affecting everything. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I'm well, wrong. I, I found it interesting. And I don't know if anybody else picked up on this, but the actual timeline that we see was a giant circle. Did you guys see that? Uh, I don't think I caught the circle part. It's, it's well, like, I caught the circle they, part. They kind of like at one point pan out and you basically see this glowing line all the way around the Citadel that they're in. And yeah, it, it, it completely makes a circle. And I was like, so there's a, I guess that's that old adage that it all, you know, time always repeats itself. Um, Possibly, but it's also the question of, is the timeline he ha- he created, and I think this is more to the point, because when you see it again, it looks more like a nebula, you know, like yeah. it's a dome around the Citadel. And I'm kind of, and that just kind of makes me wonder, Maybe it wasn't so much that Kang or this fellow, he who remains, picked a timeline. I think he forced all the other timelines into this timeline. I think it's going to come out that the universe is not meant to be one timeline. That it is supposed to be all these different variations of what could be or could not be. And that's the universe and how it's supposed to be. And the trouble arises is when you have a someone like this guy Kang or, or, or he who remains, you talked about his variants because the war didn't start till they started it. You know, it's like, well, what's really the, the crime is the crime that the, these other timelines exist or is the crime that people are, are jumping between their timelines and causing disruption between the two. We'll just have to see what happens. 
I am excited. I, I think I've seen a couple of like comments and, and things like that. I think I do feel like this is going to be kind of a, a good stepping off point for some of the movies and other things that we're going to get into um, in phase four. I'll be curious now that we are getting a, a, a season two, kind of how everything will, will play into each other. You know, I think that was kind of my disappointment initially when I didn't know that we were getting a season two. I was like, that's kind of a weird way to end it. Is we're going to have to watch a movie to finish the story or what? But it was good to see that we're, we're getting a season two. But I do think that a lot of what's been set up and, and we even mentioned that uh, the character that we meet, um, the same actor is going to be playing in at least one of the movies that we know of. So, you know, I know that this does set up really well, I think, what's coming in the future. And, and I'm excited about it. I, I was excited after WandaVision, and, and now I'm even more excited after Loki. Uh, what else, guys, do we want to talk about about Loki before we wrap up this episode? Not it. Not it? <laughs> I can't think of anything else. I guess we should rate it. Do we want to give a rating for this like our on our scale, you already did. You already asked I us mean, like what we thought that it compared to the others. Do you want to give like an actual letter grade? I can't remember if we did that with the other, <laughs> with like Wandavision or not. Smooth fellas, maybe I should take over. I don't think we reviewed Wandavision. Oh my! Yeah, yeah. we did. We did episodes thirty-eight and forty-two. Yeah, I don't know where you were. He was there. Uh, probably uh, not paying attention. <laughs> Um, Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Well, we'll use this as a um, advertisement. Yay! First time we all got to go to the movies in a, over a year and a half. All, it feels like two years, um, and we got to watch Black Widow. And uh. we're gonna do an episode where we just kind of give our quick review, no spoilers on that so be looking out for that episode black widow was so good guys it was amazing it really don't, was don't, don't spoil it yet don't spoil it yet uh, yeah. sorry i can't help it it's like <laughs> an amazing movie uh, but yeah we'll we'll have an episode of that as always we want to encourage you to feel free to interact with us tell us what you think of loki tell us if there's anything that you saw that we missed and you really think we should talk about and you can email us at discerninggeeks at gmail.com. You can also interact with us on our Facebook page. Dave was looking at some of the comments and interactions from some of the people out there who listen to our podcast and interact with us on Facebook. Um, I try to do that on a daily basis. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll interact with you there but definitely let us know what you think and, and what your feelings are on the, the topics that we discuss uh do us a favor and review us um just you know tell friends about us make sure you rate us on your itunes your google podcast spotify however you listen to your our podcast uh let other people know spread the word that's the only way that uh, more people can listen to us if you tell them that we're even out here. So we hope that you'll do that. As always, gentlemen, it was a blast talking with you. I enjoyed the show, but I always enjoy interacting with you guys even more. 
And to our listeners, I encourage you to do whatever makes you a discerning geek. Did you just call us gentlemen? Uh, like interesting. Uh, that, mm, well, uh, yeah, no, I mean oh, it's a stretch yeah. in some top points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're forgetting about the female robot voice. I have a name. She she's majorly offended. Dude. This is the 21st century. I can speak for myself. I'm just gonna pretend that it's not there. Did you just call me Anne? It. Okay. Yeah. I am offended. Oh. Fight, 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 fight. This is becoming a hostile work environment. Well, guys, with that, we'll call it a wrap. Thank you for listening. For all time. <laughs> Always.